Hello, my name is Gary Shotton, and I'm here as a part of Inspiring Better Business, and we're happy you're a part of this. Today, I'm going to talk about the subject left behind. And how did I get this subject? Well, we call into countries uh, abroad, and we ask them to ask us tough questions. And it became obvious that this was a young group that were mostly students and uh, some of the student, some of those in the group were kind of starting their own business and I could sense in the discussions that some of them were getting in the group were getting very anxious because wow I'm not owning my own business I, I, I don't know uh, what to do next everybody's kind of things are happening and they're feeling like they're getting left behind and they should really have a business by now now keep in mind this is only about six weeks after we have started talking to them and they're anxious they're ready to go and I gotta reassure you that there's a little gap in time or even quite a bit of gap in time from when you start thinking about a business and when you actually could actually own what could be considered your own business and in that I hope to give some pointers and give my experience in this and, and help you along the way here. So number one is don't get in a hurry. Oh, there's pressure, there's people, it's self-imposed, but you hear one of your friends is already doing this and another friend's doing that. And I'll make the analogy of uh, some of my children who are now grown. Uh, they were comparing themselves or they were uh, getting in a hurry because uh, some of their friends were getting married. And oh my goodness, we got to get in a hurry to get a spouse. No, 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 no. You should wait until it's right and right time. So don't be in a hurry. Let some time grow. Get some experience. We're going to talk about that. Number two, don't compare. Well, that's a big one because you've got to learn to become content and actually rejoice with other people as they're forming their businesses and they're getting started. Oh, it could be easy to become jealous. Oh, they've already got this much sales and they've already got one employee. Don't compare yourself with other people. Uh, it's a big habit that we do. Even maybe you've got a brother or a sister, and we call that sibling comparison. Oh, my brother, my sister, they're already at this level. What's wrong with me? Probably nothing wrong with you. Just look at it that God's developing you a foundation, a much bigger foundation than maybe the others. And as you're building a building, you know, you don't see the uh, high rise, the what's coming out of the ground very fast until there's actually something below the ground called the foundation. And that's what you're probably building in the early stages, especially a little bit based on your age, too. There's a lot of growing up up to be done uh, while you're uh, uh, at a year earlier age and, and many successful businesses uh, the founders of those businesses didn't even start until they're in their 50s or 60s I'll give you my example uh, and they were very successful why because they built a strong foundation so don't compare while you're in this process, go ahead and experiment and learn the technical things and start narrowing your field of interest, not because somebody else is making money in it or not because you learned that it was a high profit. 
It's another entire different teaching that says help find what you're called and good to do. Stay inside your corridor. And so inside that corridor, always be doing your technical skills, learning technically about what you're interested in, research. And if you could work in that general field where you're uh, wanting to have your business, try to get inside of that arena, that world. In other words, if you're interested in a restaurant and baking and you're currently working in a hair salon, you know, judge this whole thing and, and maybe quit the job in the hair salon and even take a lower pay in the field that you're interested in. And then there's, of course, the business side. You should always be learning both the technical side and the business business side of what you're going to be doing. And the business side are things like accounting, bookkeeping. Be observant about other businesses. See, if you're looking at the business side of something, you can walk into any business, even if you're not interested in the product or service at all, you can say, wow, the way they handled their customers was really cool. Or the way I was handled as a customer was terrible. Learn from the business skill sides, not just the technical side. Now, here's your action plan. Number one, I suggest that you view this as if you're planting seeds. That while you're waiting for your business to manifest, to come forth, find somebody else that has a vision, has a plan, has something going, especially in the business world, and you do everything you can to help that person. Help put them over, especially if you're working for them. Don't view it that you're learning something to compete with them. In other words, spin off and start to compete because you learned all about this business. But learn the business skills, but learn how and the value of being the absolute best helper, best employee to someone else. If your report time to work is 8 o'clock, be there at 7.45. If you're going to end the day at 5 o'clock, work an extra 15 minutes, 30 minutes. Don't try to be paid for every little thing you're doing because you're learning in that business. And then be inquisitive, be a problem solver. In other words, wherever you're at now, whether you're working or a volunteer, you have tons of things, tons of lessons you can learn and recognize that this is where you're learning and you're developing those skills for your future business ownership. And you know, there's just no way around it. You're not going to read all this in a book. You've got to experience these things and why not learn it while you're working for somebody else? And then before I give my examples, I want to talk about another thing. As you're getting down the line and you're thinking about, okay, I'm about to start my own business. Now, these are complete different teachings, but please start small. Start from what's in your hand. Don't grow too fast. Wait, wait, wait. Be patient. And then there's always a temptation to jump on something that looks good. And right behind good is great. There's just such a temptation. You're anxious. You're at the starting blocks of like a race. And you want to get going. And I'm telling you many times, good will present itself. But if you wait just a little longer, great is right behind it. Well, let me talk about me. First of all, I was raised on a farm and ranch. I learned a ton of things not knowing it, but my dad's an entrepreneur. 
I worked hard for my dad. It was expected that I worked hard for him. I was put on a lot of responsibilities a young age, at a young age. I was responsible at different times for major things inside my dad's farm. It was great, although I re- kind of didn't realize it. I learned a ton of things there. Then I always knew that I'm going to own my own business. I've known that since a young, young child, or at least a young adult. And, but I went to college, I graduated, I worked nine and a half years knowing that I'm going to own my own business, but I got my paycheck from an oil company where I worked there 50, 60, maybe 65 hours a week working for someone else. And I will tell you, I did my very best that even just the hard work nature and the, and the idea of quality to do everything I could for that company within my power to do a good job. I think God saw that. I had mistakes and I had to fix them. And in the midst of that, though, I was experimenting. So I have my regular paycheck. I'm working. God, by the way, that helps if you've got a family of five. You've got a regular paycheck. And you know what I had? I had a little acreage, and so I started buying some cattle. And I had some baby calves, and I started feeding those baby calves. And then I saw the opportunity to, to do uh, collect kind of a rocks. They were, they were stones that you would do instead of bricklaying. And these happened to have a nice growth on them. We call them uh, a moss. Or, or growth. They were orange and black and white. And I filed for a claim and got a trailer and went out and got those. I had a big garden. Uh, we didn't actually sell anything with the garden, but it offset expenses. In other words, while I was at my job, I was doing many things on the side that, that, that took effect and, and were creating I was satisfying my desire to own something because even though it wasn't my main income, you could consider it a hobby, I was actually making money on the side. In fact, uh, when I decided to leave my company, the way it all worked out, I moved to a new town and I sold some cattle and I had $11,000 in my pocket when I left that town going to my new assignment in a new state. You know, if I had just relied on my paycheck, I wouldn't have had $11,000. And this was back quite a few years ago. So I'm telling you, put somebody else over. Learn. Learn experience. Don't hurry. Don't compare. And learn what you can at the level you're at. You know, what's happened is on the idea of planting seeds. You know, I helped other people be successful in anything and everything I was helping them to do. And I planted those seeds of help. You know, there's an idea that, and it's, it's a God-given idea, if you plant corn, you're going to get corn. If you plant wheat, you're going to get wheat. But if you plant friendship, you're going to get friends. If you plant uh, difficulty, you're probably going to get difficulties. I planted so many seeds of helping put somebody else over in their business or in the businesses I was working that when came time for me to need help, all that seed has come back to me. I have the best Workers, I have people right this moment. I'm sitting here in front of this camera, and I've got some, a whole staff of people that are putting me over, partly because I planted some seed in that area. Well, I hope this helps. I hope you will be patient. There's a verse that says, Godliness with contentment is great gain.